Hello everyone and welcome back to Black Women Who. For those of you who may not already know, my name is Asia and I especially welcome you to this week's episode. This podcast aims to connect, reflect, and encourage other young women towards becoming their best selves. We are all a work in progress and together we can do amazing things. Feel free to follow us and continue the conversation on Instagram and Twitter at Black Women Who. Now, without further more, let's begin. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I cannot believe that we are on our 10th episode. I am so, 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 so happy uh, at all the positive feedback and responses and audience and I don't even know, I feel like I'm not even making sense right now. I'm just so grateful and so blessed that I have you all listening. And I just cannot wait to see what else we have in store. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you as always for listening. And I can't believe we're at episode 10, like we're in the double digits. Like I, I'm just so surprised because when I tell you it took me so long to even start this episode... I mean, start this episode, oh my god, I'm all over the place. Start this series that for me to already be on episode 10 is amazing. And continue to pray for me as I continue to pray and motivate and encourage you all. As always, I want to do my weekly check-in and hope that you guys are all having a great day, a great week, and hopefully an even better month. April is turning out to be kind of cold it was like so beautiful and so nice and now I feel like one moment I have on no jacket and I'm walking my dog and the next moment I'm like putting on my bubble coat just to take him outside to use the bathroom so it's just like what is going on but this year is flying by so fast and just like our years flying by fast we want to make sure that our goals are being achieved just as fast so if you have not already, write down your goals for the day, the week, the month, the year, five years from now. Write down one goal. Find one random goal that you want to accomplish one day and just write it down and try to manifest it and try to put it into the universe. So our quote for this week is, being in control of your finances is a great stress reliever. And what are we trying to do here? We're trying to self-improve. We're trying to decompress. We're trying to de-stress. So... What are we talking about? Finances, which is something that's like so different than like a lot of my other topics. A lot of my topics are very motivational, not very like on the teaching side of things. But, you know, we're on our 10th episode. We're trying to mix it up. We're trying to give all that we can give in any form of insight. And over the past few months, I definitely have improved on my finances. So if I can do it, I know you can do it. So let's start off by defining finance. Finance is a term for the management, creation, and study of money and investments. Finance is the provi- is to provide funding for a person or an enterprise. It is called capital in the context of business and how money is spent or how people invest in that money. And as we know, money makes the world go around, so finances are important to us, whether we want to admit it or not. So for personal finance, there's many forms of personal finance. Forms come in such as income, protection, saving, spending, and investing. One thing that I like 
really want to do as I get older is to invest in like stocks and invest in things of that nature because one day I'm trying to be like all these other people on the Wolf of Wall Street and making all this money behind some stocks and having passive income. I don't want to always be working. I don't always want to be getting up every day and having to go to work. So I need to, I'm going to put that as a goal of mine to start investing in stocks. I have like one stock and it's literally like $5. So it's not really worth anything. Maybe one day it'll be worth something, but as of right now, it's probably worth like $10 now. So while we all wish to one day be rich, famous, and successful, we some of us, you know, have to live on a budget. You can be a baddie on a budget. I know I am definitely a baddie on a budget. So with our finances, we come to make monthly, yearly, even weekly budgets. So there are four main parts to a budget. The first part is the income. Obviously, you have to get the money from somewhere, and this can include all sources of income. The second part is fixed expenses, which are expenses whose amounts remain relatively constant. So like every month your rent is consistently $800 a month or every month your phone bill is consistently $50 a month, things of that nature. We also have variable expenses, which expenses whose amounts change depending on how you use them. So maybe your car, maybe one month you might put $500 into your car after gas and your car payment if you have a car payment or your your insurance and then maybe the next month you didn't go as many places so your gas your total car expenses might have been $300 that month and you know it's, it's interchangeable and the fourth part is your budget difference which is how much money you have left over which should always be going into your savings always 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 I'm telling you I need to say that to you so I can say it to myself. It should always, always, always go into your saving. And the budget difference also is how much money you have overspent, which is also considered your deficit. So your surplus is how much money you have left over. Your deficit is how much money you have overspent. And as always, while doing my great research, I was on moneycrashers.com and they gave money-saving tips for single women. Wow, wow, and... I feel like that was kind of, I don't know how what word it would be, but these tips could be used for, sing, some of them could be used for single women and non-single women. So for us single ladies, this one was specifically designed for us. But for our non-single ladies, I think, I think some of these tools would be kind of helpful. So this first one I am currently living by is just keep living affordable with roommates. So I currently have two roommates, and that definitely is, I would say, personally, a good source of keeping up with having expenses but not them being as high as they could be if you lived on your own me and my roommates split a lot of the um but we split all of the bills we split our finances in terms of like our groceries we all kind of like buy our own food our cleaning stuff you know things of that nature our furniture and stuff we all split so that way you're like living on your own but you're not spending as much as you would if you lived by yourself so roommates i definitely can suggest if you can live on your own you know there's some people who are like "Mm, no i have to live by myself i don't like hearing people chew i don't like people having friends over late at night i like to sleep with the tv on i like to sleep like they have all these type of rules and regulations so if you're not one of those people with all those list of 100 reasons why you need to live alone i suggest you get a roommate next build your emergency fund So, Money Crashers said everyone should have an emergency fund that has enough money to cover financial emergencies. 
Without this rainy day fund, things like a water heater going to bust or your car breaking down can cause you to go into debt. In more severe circumstances like losing your job, emergency savings can't help you afloat until you find unemployment, which is very smart because nowadays with COVID, you never know when you may or may not be going into work. One minute you may be at the office or on the job and the next day the CDC might say, hey, we're shutting down. Yeah, it's bad again. You never know. We're the, the times we're living in are very uncertain. So build that emergency fund. Have that extra money. You never know. We're, you never know what you can possibly need it for one day. Number three, cook and meal prep. This is something else that I personally do. Every week at the beginning of the week, I go to the grocery store. I buy the same three meats, salmon, chicken, and steak or pork. I tr- I'm trying to wean off of those things, but I cook all the food, I put it in containers, and I eat that for the week. And I don't sit here and I don't order out. I eat the same three meals, and they all go with rice, because, well, mainly because I'm trying to, like, gain weight, but that'll be on, a, on our wellness episode. But it's easy. And it's costly to just eat the same things, especially when I'm conflicted between work and school and here, there, and everywhere. Making a different meal every day is just unnecessary. And then sometimes if I don't feel like making a meal, I'll end up spending so much money on food and then only eating half my meal. Like, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I want a pizza or I want Chinese food. And then I only end up eating, like, half of my Chinese food. So, it's, like, I just wasted all that money. Like, I really did not need to get this whole, like, order of all this food when I know that I wasn't even that hungry in the first place. But, yeah. So, anyway, share subscriptions. Many subscription services have couple plans for a discount. And I don't know about y'all, but I definitely use my mom's subscription. Shout out to my mother for holding it down. I use, I am on all her subscriptions. I used to have my own until I realized that my mom had hers. And I'm sure she does, she barely even uses them. So her lovely daughter, her lovely youngest daughter will definitely be using that. Number five, focus on career growth. Every company is different, but a consistent theme in climbing the corporate ladder is to show more dedication, which is true because one thing about me, I'm not going to be taking, I'm not going to be taking the same amount of pay for years and years and years. So you're going to keep giving me more money or I'm going to go find a higher paying job eventually. Like I'm not going to be making this little Weasley measly. Well, I don't really make a measly Weasley amount, but I'm not going to keep making this amount that after a while is going to feel measly Weasley to me. Anyways. Number six, start a side hustle. Now, side hustles, side hustles, okay, Asia, okay. Side hustles can come in any form. You know, people start businesses, people do things like DoorDash, they walk dogs, they babysit, they start online businesses, they start blogs, they tutor, the list goes on and on and on and on. And while it may seem like, um, I couldn't make any money from that, sometimes, that amount can cover the cost of a whole entire bill. It can cover your groceries for that week or that month. It can cover your gas for that week or that month. So don't push the little side hustle to the side. Like, don't overlook that because those, that's that's where the money resides. You feel, that is where the money is residing, I'm telling you. Number seven, prioritize debt. There are numerous reasons to pay off debt, which is definitely true. 
I mean, I just feel like the United States owes like trillions of dollars in debt. So why are you on me to pay back this debt if you owe even more than me? Why are you worried about me? Like, why are you like cancel cancel my debt? Just like you be trying to cancel yours and acting like you don't gotta pay it back to whatever country you owe. Like, okay. But I'm not really big on that one. So we just gonna, we're not gonna talk about that one. Um, it also suggests that you get a financial advisor. Me at this age, I just kind of like talk to my mom and my grandma about things and my sisters. I'm kind of too young for a financial advisor, but to my older listeners, older than me, not old, I suggest you get a financial advisor if you haven't done so already. Number nine, develop healthy habits. According to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, more than 80% of adults don't meet the guidelines for muscle strengthening activities. So they're just trying to tell you to exercise regularly, improve your nutrition, and the biggest one is, no, the biggest two is to remember self-care and get enough sleep. I'm telling you from personal experience and personal, I don't even know, I don't get enough sleep. And when I don't get enough sleep, I am cranky and I'm drained and I'm moving slow and I'm just not myself. And when I get enough sleep and when I'm able to sleep in, oof, girl, I'm the most productive person that I can be. So, get enough sleep and remember self-care. It's essential that you make time for yourself and de-stress from all the things like work and school that that can cause you stress. The lower stress levels you have, the better quality of life you will have. Like, come on, like we're not we're not gonna keep stressing over school and work. Sometimes you need to just sit at home and chill and watch a good Netflix show or a good Netflix documentary. Like, it's time to put that stress away sometime. Put it on the shelf and worry about it Monday. Take the weekend to yourself, period. Number 10 is keep dating affordable, which I'm just going to ignore because I'm just going to ignore that. I don't really understand why that was in there. Um, And also, it says cool it on dating apps, which I also think is, like, mad random. Like, if you're, you know, yeah, I'm just going to leave that alone. I'm not even going to speak on that. Number 12 is keep your social life affordable. Hosting cookouts instead of going out for dinner. Having a cheap beach day with friends. And organizing family game nights rather than going out to bars. Those are all very good alternatives. I don't know if I personally will follow them. But, you know, sometimes it's good to just sit in the house with your girls and hang out and have dinner. But sometimes when you go out, you get all dressed up, you go out, and then the food is nasty, you're mad, you feel like you wasted your time. I don't know about y'all, but that's how I always feel a lot of the time when I go to restaurants that I'm not familiar with like dang we should have just we could have done this at home so yeah let's just let's find alternatives let's do like other things that we can we don't have to spend as much money so that in the long run we got all the money like I'm trying to be where the money resides so I gotta do what I gotta do to save that money by any means I gotta put me first all right, so another way in which I save money is I use a budget binder. So if you're not familiar, a budget binder is a small like little binder that you can put in your purse, you can leave on your desk, you can wherever you like. It's kind of like a wallet. So, but I luckily, but my amazing sister made and created for me. You make little envelopes for like the main things that you spend. So for example. I use my budget binder and like my wallet. So I have an envelope for gas. I have an envelope for 
um, groceries. I have an envelope for spending. I, have, I do have an envelope for food because there's days that I'm working like long shifts at my job. So I get hungry and I don't always want to go home and grab something to eat. So I have an envelope for that. You know, just different envelopes for things that I kind of tend to spend on a weekly basis. There, There's also another binder that is for like the saving aspect and you can make thing you can make envelopes for things like vacation um gifts holidays um anniversaries like your significant other things all types of things of that nature i'm going to link down below two amazing videos that can kind of go more into depth because if i go into depth we'll probably be on this episode for like over an hour so i'm just gonna like you know talk about my budget system and my budget binder and things that worked for me but I'm going to also link down below two amazing videos that you guys should watch and, you know, get a little bit more insight from financial advisors and baggage on a budget like me that can give you, you know, some more details that I may forget. And then, you know, on YouTube, you can press a thousand other videos that also relate and then boom, you're just as knowledge on the topic as I am. So like, yeah, period. Anywho, so I definitely suggest that you get a budget binder. And when, when you get this budget binder, most of them come with sheets. If not, go on Excel or even type, look at, look up in Google budget binder sheets and templates and then go from there. I personally created my budget binder template. So what I did was I went on Google Docs. I made like a little graph that has all my expenses like my rent, my light bill, my car payment, my car insurance, all the bills that I have that are monthly and I have it in a little box and I have the date in which it needs to, it's due the date uh, no not the date the date in which it's due how much it, the bill is and I have the last box is how much no the third box is I'm gonna have my study guys I'm so sorry the third box is how much I have saved already and the last box is how much I have left to save so that way it makes me aware of how much money I still need to save, how much money I've already saved, when it's due, and how much it's going to be in total in case I haven't saved anything at all. So that's just what I typically do, you know. It may be different for everyone depending on what bills you may or may not have. But I definitely suggest making a, you know, we talked about the fixed expenses. So make a chart of all your fixed expenses and say, okay, these are my fixed expenses. These are when they're typically due. And this is how much I plan to save or I'm going to save. So, like, for example, say you get paid $1,000 every week. I take out X amount of money during this paycheck for this bill coming up. X amount of money the following week and this paycheck for the bill coming up. And then, boom, you have the money saved. You're not stressing about it the day of. Like, oh, my God, I have to pay this bill today. Oh, my God, I have to pay this $500 car payment. No, if you take out... 250 one week 250 the next week by the time it's due you already have the money saved you don't even have to stress or worry about it you can, you can put it on auto pay if you really want to my next column or my next not column oh my god my word choice is so bad today my next area is for my non-fixed expenses so it's for stuff like gas groceries things that like i typically know i'm going to spend but the prices or the cost may or may vary so, for my non-fixed expenses, I typically do, like, standard numbers. So, 
I'll do like $40 every week for my gas or I'll do like $100 every two weeks and now at this point I probably do like three weeks for $100 in grocery but that's just kind of like what I'll do so whenever I get paid I'll like go to the bank I'll take out x amount of money after I total all my money up so say for example I need $30 for gas and $40 for groceries I would take out $70 in the bank and I would put $30 in my gas envelope and $40 in my grocery envelope. And then boom, when I go to get gas, I have the money right there, which is cheaper when you pay with gas, pay with gas, you pay with cash. And I have my money right there when I go to the grocery store already in my wallet. That way I am having self-control and I'm not allowing myself to go over the amount that I have with me. And one another, like, key thing is sometimes leave your debit card at home because if you're like, mm, I'll pay this much in cash and the rest on my card. That is that is a wasting your budget-binding time if you're just going to pay the rest on your card if you don't have enough cash. So leave your debit card at home and follow the system. Take money out. make Get your fixed expenses, your non-fixed expenses. Get you a chart. Write down, okay, I need to take out $300 from the bank this week. And I need to put... This amount in the in this envelope for gas. This amount in this envelope for groceries. This amount in this envelope for spending money. Give and that's another thing. Give yourself some spending money because you know sometimes you want to buy yourself something nice. Don't give yourself too much spending money. Give yourself just an, give yourself just enough that you know will last you for however long until you get your next paycheck. But don't give up. Do it. You can do it. Get these envelopes. Get this binder going. This is a great way to save money. This is a great way, especially for girls my age and girls growing up and aspiring to move out on their own one day, aspiring to get a car if they don't already have a car, aspiring to get their first apartment, aspiring to do whatever, even if it's not your first apartment, even if you just want to save money. We all should have a system like this budget-binding system because it's kind of like you saving your money, but in a sense, you're saving for everything. So instead of just saying like, okay, I want to put $300 away this for my paycheck this week. You're like, I want to put, I'm putting $300 away, but I'm putting 30 away for this, 30 away for my car, 30 away for my upcoming vacation. So you're taking into account everything that you have in life going on and nothing is getting missed. So that way, when the time comes, you can take from this little savings pot. You could take from that little savings pot rather than... Just blowing money on unnecessary things that you don't need or you don't really want. You just kind of see it right in that moment. You're like, oh, I need this. And then, then, or oh, I want this. And then a couple hours later, it's just sitting in the bag. You forgot you even bought it. Now, you know, I always got to give you the why. Why, why, why? Why does Asia care if I save money? Why does Asia, why is Asia making a whole episode about budgeting and being a budget baddie and saving money? There are, like, so many reasons. Like, first of all, it offers you a peace of mind. Like, knowing that you have money in the bank and knowing that, like, if you lose your job, if something happens, you're good. That is so important to our mental health and to keeping our stress levels down. Because if you're always stressing about money, that is not good. If you're always stressing about how you're going to eat your next meal, how you're going to... Like, that's, that's not good for our mental health. That's not good for our health in general, not only our mental health. Because that also has a strain on our physical health. 
It also gives you a better future. If you have savings, it's the it helps you reach your goals. If you want to buy a house, if you want funds for your retirement, if you want to buy a new car, if you secure your future and you worry about your future and you save little by little, you're you're gonna have a you're gonna be able to do whatever you want to do when you get older. You know, so think about that. Think about the older self. The older you want some money. Like, don't forget about her. Uh, it also. People, I don't have a child, but I think this is important. It also provides money for your child's future education, which is something that's like a, it's like a long age thing. People typically like have a like savings account for their children, and then they grow up and like, oh, here's all this money that I saved for you. Here you go. I was a good parent, which I definitely think is important to do for your kids. But if you can't do it, or if you don't plan on having kids, you're like, I'm not saving money for that. That's totally fine. It's also beneficial because you can plan your short-term goals around it. So, saving is not always a long-term thing. You know, sometimes a short-term goal might be, I want to go on vacation in two months. If you save a lot of money and you work in extra hours, you deserve to reach that short-term goal of going to Aruba or going to Puerto Rico because you, you worked hard for it. So, don't sell yourself short. Don't think that it only has to be for long-term goals. It can be for a short-term goal. It can be for a, a week goal. Like, start off small, and then you never know. The sky's the limit. You never know how far you can go. And last but not least, it gives your family security in case of an unfortunate event. So, sometimes, you know, people don't have the money to, in your family, to pay for Not necessarily in your family, but in family, at times, people don't always have the money to pay for things. So, sometimes, you know, you need to say, here, auntie, here's $100, here, this one, here, cousin, Belle. This is here's three hundred dollars to help you out or or to cover expenses, and that is a very selfless thing. But like I said before, if you choose not to do it, I I can't blame you. I can't get mad at you. You know, some people are Mr. Craft with their money, and that's okay. That is okay to be like that. Now, before we go, I just want to motivate you guys all to take a moment, whether it be right now, whether it be tonight, whether it be on your break, whether it be while you're in bed. To write down all of your fixed and non-fixed expenses. Write down how much these things typically are, how much you typically spend, whether it be gas, whether it be a rent, whether it be a bill, whether it even be, you know, like paying for something for your dog. Like I have to take into account my dog Lexington because I have to buy him food. He has to be able to live like he has, he needs water and shelter like he can't be cold. So I have to take into account things for him but take into account all those things write them down and look you're one step closer to preparing to get a budget binder or creating a savings or budget plan you don't necessarily need to do a budget binder method like me but having a savings or a budget plan is so important to becoming the person we want to be because part of being a baddie part of being a queen part of being the it girl is being financially stable and working towards financial freedom. So take those fixed expenses, write them down, write those numbers down, get you a Excel sheet, get you a template, write those numbers down and start to track how much money you're spending, how much money you are overspending and how much money you are hopefully saving and try to be more cautious. If you choose not to take the savings plan route at least try to be more cautious as you're tracking your money and saying, hey, I'm spending a lot of money on Shein. I need to, like, chill out. 
or I'm spending so much money buying Fenty. I need to, I, I don't need to buy it this month. Just be mindful and be weary because it's so good for your mental health. I'm telling you, when you are financially free and when you are focused on, well, when you are not focused on having to get by each day, how am I going to survive? How am I going to eat? It is doing what's making us, like I said from day one, 1% better than we were yesterday. And I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be more than 100%. I'm trying to be a thousand percent better. So save money, budget. Don't go everywhere. Don't go to the club all the time. Don't go to the bar. Sometimes hang out with your friends. You don't always have to go out. Eat at home, meal prep, condense how much you're spending. And I promise you, being a baddie on a budget, it takes you one step closer to being exactly who you want to be. Thank you, thank you, thank you all for joining me on this week's episode. We will be back next week discussing more black girl magic. Until then, I hope you guys have a great day, a great end of your week, and I hope you'll have an even better month. Stay blessed. Worry about me and who I fire. I get what I desire, it's my empire. And yes, I call the shots, I am the umpire. I sprinkle holy water upon the vampire. In this very moment, I'm king. In this very moment, I slay Goliath with a sling. This very moment, I bring, put it on everything. That I will retire with the ring, and I will retire with the crown. Yes, no, I'm not lucky, I'm blessed. Yes, clap for the heavyweight champ, me. But I couldn't do it all alone. We, Young money raised me, grew up out in Baisley Southside Jamaica, Queens and it's crazy Cause I'm still hood, Hollywood couldn't change me Shout out to my haters, sorry that you couldn't phase me Ain't being cocky, we just vindicated Best believe that when we done this moment we'll be syndicated I don't know, this night just remind me of Everything they deprived me of your drinks up it's a celebration every time we link up we done did everything they could think of greatness is what we want to bring up I wish that i could have this moment for life for life for life cause in this moment i just feel so Drop down to your knees Your money the mafia That's where the love cease I'm in the Dominican Big Papi Ortiz Doing target practice All these bitches Just aiming to please Shout out to the CEO 500 degrees Shout out to the OVO Red wings and fatigues Ah, oh, niggas wanna be friends How coincidental This supposed to be all year We ain't get the memo A young king Pay me a gold 40 got a bunch of weed He ain't even roll These niggas be dropping